everyone, and welcome to IDK the podcast. It is me, Beth, and I'm hanging out today with Katie for our Fun Free Friday episode. Hello, all. It's Fun Free Friday. (laughs) Yay, so exciting. Um, So today we decided to be extra fun and dig deep into our consciences and go back in time uh, to think about what we were influenced by when we were middle school, high school-ish age, what media we consumed, what it shaped us into being, what we thought. Uh, I'm a little scared about this episode. (laughs) I'm so excited about this episode because I have recently been reflecting (laughs) on how important it actually turned out to be for me. I guess that's true. Oh, man. I guess let's start with a good one. What was the movie that shaped your life? at this age, Katie. <laughs> okay, I feel like it is a tie in some ways between the the very popular um, Harry Potter and Twilight. <laughs> but I will throw Percy Jackson in there as a close third. Um, but I feel like they influenced me in different ways. <laughs> My love life, for sure, Twilight. Like, I, every relationship going forward i was like edward cullen is the pinnacle (laughs) of men how do i get one of these but you read the books too right yes i read the books too i feel like the books went into more detail (laughs) looking back on them now oh my god so much more and i wonder i'm trying to figure out so i recently am re-watching that the movies okay and jacob is coming off literally so creepy and i'm Thinking, trying to think to myself, was he always this creepy, or did we just not pick up on it when we were like younger? Here's the thing: if you watch, uh, did you watch the first Twilight? Mm-hmm. Okay, but if you like read and watch the first one, Edward is so creepy. He's so creepy. He's like, I see you, Bella. I smell your blood. So, like, when we were, we were all the girls were like, oh my god, what the. What the heck? Never forget when he watched her sleep. Literally, when he snuck into her room and watched her sleep. Did we think that was okay? I was like, I want a man to be in love with me like that. We literally all thought that. Uh, but Jake is also so That's... creepy. Jacob. Mm-hmm. And the third one, we were watching, recently I was watching the third one, and there's like a whole theme of the movie where he's basically like, Bella, you love me. He just tells her, he's like, yeah, you love me. You're in love. Like, that's how it is. And that is so bad that he just told her that. He was like, yeah, that's just the truth. Wow. If only we knew the word gaslighting back in the day. <laughs> I remember being so obsessed, dude. I was, like, uncomfortable. I, like, I remember really specifically I had somehow got my hands on the fourth book because my parents were sort of iffy about it, right? And we were on a road mm-hmm. trip, and I was just in the back, like, with my iPod Nano, like, blasting so I can't hear my siblings. And I'm just, like, reading this book, and I'm like, it's so meaningful. And then they go on their honeymoon or whatever, and I'm, and I'm like, oh, my God. And I'm, like, freaking 13 and reading this book. Like, <laughs> who thought that was okay? And I was so into it. I was like, <gasps> I was so into it. 
gross. Um, when I was 13 and reading Twilight Breaking Dawn, that <laughs> book taught me everything I needed to know that I didn't learn in like health class. Like I knew previously knew nothing about the, you know, post-marital act. And then I read <laughs> Twilight Breaking Dawn and I was like, this is everything I need to know. Exactly. Um, and this is, I guess, everything I'm looking for. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No one should have ever given those to children. No, I truly, this is so bad, but I truly feel like my idea of like relationships and like everything involved in relationships was so shaped by Twilight growing up when really? I was younger. I have mm-hmm. a confession to make that the way I pictured relationships to be was very like attuned to Skins, the British TV show. Have you ever seen Skins? <laughs> no I've heard of it I've never watched it they do loads of drugs and they like have sex in weird places and like are not safe teenagers and like there's this one character um who Effie Stoneham for the people out there who know and she's like she never (laughs) talks and she's so emo and in the second series of the show she like falls in love with this boy and she's like emotionally unstable and he like takes care of her and stuff and I was like you know this is the only love for me I'm so emo and I need a boy to understand me (laughs) it's so bad dude you know what though is that I was also noticing this in my Twilight rewatch, and that this what you said reminds me of this is a lot of the characters when we were growing up, the women characters like Bella, they're so just they need help all the time. Like they they their characters are flat. Like they don't have a lot of their own like action. Like yeah. the action that they have revolves around saving them, but they're never like taking any of their own actions. Okay. And that definitely shaped like I feel like I definitely was always looking for people to like save me in some senses because that was like what I thought females were supposed to do. Like they're just chilling, waiting for this man to come take care of them. True. Dude, middle school was so, like, actually emo, though. Like, everyone was actually Mm. emo, like, back in the good old days. (laughs) Oh, in our good, like, when it was, like, Panic at the Disco and, like, Heavy Eyeliner and, like, RAR XD with the photo paint photos, you know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Yes, and then you need your Edward Cullen to come and just, like, take these pictures with you. Yes, and people would, like... Our idea of a fun time was, like, taking photos and editing them. And then, in my case, and me and my friend's case, like, literally writing whole fan fiction, like, YouTube productions that were 20 minutes long (laughs) about a story that we, like, made up about, like, Snape from Harry Potter and his, like, entire backstory. And we were like, okay, well, this is a story that needs to be told. So we just wrote a whole production of it. recorded it we had directors we had videographers aka like our siblings we had so legendary actors <laughs> this this was like our idea of a fun time and they were always so sad like it was never like and then they moved on and they had a great life it was like snape ran an orphanage for underprivileged children and he was lonely and none of his none of his orphanees <laughs> liked him and he was just sad all the time what what was wrong with us <laughs> no what were that's the actual question though like why were we consuming this media and then like doing the weirdest shit with it excuse me the weirdest <laughs> stuff with it like what like what 
Oh my god. I don't know. Oh. Uh, we were always so sad. Sad. I was so sad. I was so sad. I mean, not to make fun of being depressed as a teenager, but like, I remember like one of my most vivid, like early high school memories is starting a Tumblr back when like Tumblr was first a thing. Oh, oh my Mm. God. It's so embarrassing. I would like repost all of these sad emotional pictures and then like a (laughs) quote that was like, I don't, I can't even, I can't even imagine what the quote said that, like, you are, are only strong as, as your weakest link or something, like, I'm so, so emo or something, I'm like, all of me is weak, I'll never be strong, and I would, like, I was so emo, and then I would, like, repost skins in black and white photos and like 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 we dude that was weird and like <laughs> the black and white photo we were so it, moody it was black and white and i was so like i'm a, i became an english major right like i was always into stuff i would post poetry on there and and people would like comment and repost it and i felt like so proud of myself but it was always like so depressing it was like the most depressing stuff like you said like snape is so sad all the time it was like whatever the poem was about it was always sad always dude you know what this is like similar to how i felt whenever i just like okay i'm gonna admit it for real like i did used to write fan fiction when i was (laughs) in middle school and like early high school and i feel like people I would like go into my room and like look at my computer and look at like my little comments from people and it literally filled me with so much joy every time I literally thought I was like a writer I was like I am an author and this is my work and these are my fans like like truly I do feel like um it was actually a nice outlet growing up like it's kind of embarrassing now and it was kind of weird but it did fill me with a lot of pride and joy in my little 15-year-old heart. We probably needed that in our emo lives. <laughs> I know. I know. But it's funny. So kind of what I was saying earlier with all of the um, characters were like, the sad girl, I need you to come save me. Like kind of similar to what you were posting on your Tumblr. Like, yeah. So emo, so sad. Like I yeah. need someone to save me. I feel like I went in the opposite direction, and after I got through, like, my little Twilight phase, I decided that I hated Bella, and I never wanted to be saved, so for a long time I did, and then I was like, JK, I'm older than that, I'm moving on, I'm mature now, (laughs) and then, you know who I moved to next? Was freaking Annabeth from Percy Jackson, and I was like, I'm a brainiac, I'm very smart and independent, and I will be fine on my own, and then I started writing stories about that and then this is the best part i went to my myspace <laughs> and how you said you'd post like little moody like black and white pictures and poems on your yes. um, tumblr i would go to my myspace and i remember and i would i would put like um songs about being happy and single as my like <gasps> myspace song that's so amazing that's so amazing do you amazing. remember that song that was like that was like solo i'm flying solo like that song <laughs> yeah Oh my god. How many years prior to this was your first boyfriend? Oh gosh. I didn't have my first boyfriend until I was like 16 probably. I didn't have my first kiss or my first boyfriend until I was 16. I was a single little freshman sophomore 
Me too, though. And most of junior. Mm-hmm. I think my first boyfriend was when I was 15 in my first kiss. Gross. Ooh, gross. I, I like had to have I like was... the perfect moment, too. Sorry. Yes, <laughs> I was old. I was old when yes. I had my first kiss compared to my friends. And I remember feeling like it had to be perfect. Like literally yeah. every single thing had to be perfect. Yeah. Was it perfect? I feel like that was I feel like that was influenced by books too. Like Absolutely. By all of the romanticizing of everything from the books and movies we were watching. I remember how scary no, it was. No, my first kiss wasn't perfect. <laughs> I hate to say it, but I think my wanna, first kiss was perfect. <laughs> What's your first my, kiss? I'm scared. Um, my first kiss, my high school boyfriend, we were literally watching Toy Story 3 on the couch in my parents' basement. <laughs> yes. And this man turned to me after Toy Story 3 and just freaking laid it on me. Ooh. Tongue in. Immediate. Ew. I was, so, I was so shocked. I was like, what is that and why is it in my mouth? I don't <gasps> like this at all. Oh my God. I remember God. just being like, <laughs> Gross. Ew, Toy Story 3, gross. man, it really gets you going. <laughs> Toy Story 3 really with, gets the people with going. tongue. <laughs> with um, Toy Story 3 featuring tongue. <laughs> oh my god. It's the flashbacks ben, are horrible. Was your first kiss like a romantic movie moment? Like in it Twilight really books? was. I like hate to talk about it like that because it's with my ex-boyfriend. Shout out Robbie mm-hmm. if you're listening. Um <laughs> But it, like, really was. We, uh, this is so, like, I was such a weird teenager. I, like, wore bright colored pants with a different bright colored t-shirt that had weird stuff on it. My favorite t-shirt was, like, a glass of orange juice and an orange, and it said, hi, mom, on it. I don't know. (laughs) Um, yeah, the, it was so dumb. And then I had, like, probably, like, bright blue pants with this outfit. Um, I invented a photo scavenger hunt for me and my friends to do. And I, um, we did all the photo stuff. And then we would hang out in parks a lot after dark, which is illegal. And we would go to playgrounds. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And we went to this one that had, like, a really nice lake. And then our other friends, like, walked off in a different direction. And then I walked off with this boy. And I, like, I liked him. And I'm sure he knew that. But we weren't, like, together or anything. And then and then he turned and, like, looked at me. And I was like, oh. And then he was like, I really like you. And I go, oh, my God. And then, and then he kissed me. And it was very sweet. And then I was, like, so giddy. And I went back to my, my friends. And the one was a girl. And she's like, oh, I know what just happened. I can tell by the way you look. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> it was nice. Bet that's so sweet. That's like such a nice little. It had to be romantic moment. though. I like when we were at, at the dark pond. I like knew it was right. Mhm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give credit to my high school boyfriend that he always asked me to prom in romantic ways. It's a very specific thing, but um, I did get the the good promposals. That's like even further days. beyond this whole like twilight stage of our lives where also the media influenced us to have perfect promposals i was telling my students about this because in germany it's obviously foreign but they were like do people really do Mm -hmm. this and i go i 
Yes. And they were like, you had promposals? And I go, yes. And they were mm. elaborate as heck. Sorry to all the boys in high school. That sucks. Well, <laughs> I didn't mind. I liked being a little, like, spoiled a little bit. I was like, okay, yeah, freaking promposed to me. I'm here for it. But um, <clears throat> that, I think, is, like, right when YouTube and Instagram and everything started getting really big was, like, when we yeah. were in middle school and high school. And I feel like that was one of the first things that came of it was, like, trends like that was the first like trend like sweep of weird trends like promposals and how elaborate they were or like <laughs> you know what i was thinking about the other day planking like that we used oh to have god, a trend of planking right. oh my god <laughs> i think What's senior year was harlem shake i forgot about that yeah the shake, dude oh what the epitome this is why i can never hate on Gen True. Z's and their TikToks is because like we literally planked. We literally went drove to locations to lie down like a <laughs> plank and took a photo. And True. that was the entertainment. Like that I completely was the task. forgot about that. What we I had a Facebook, I think, when I turned 14. Like my mom let me get one if I friended her too. Mm-hmm. And I remember like my friends would post like pictures where they were dressed sort of like scandalously and then I would like look at them and I was like oh Mm -hmm. my god like this is what the internet is like (laughs) I was like scandalized I was so affected by this but also I like posted all of the scavenger hunt I talked about all the pictures are on the internet every single one yeah that was a thing too like when we carried around like little digital cameras everywhere we went do you remember this and we always would like it was like expected to take your digital camera and then you would post like 47 yeah. photos. Like you, like nowadays you like you go to Instagram yeah. and you post one pic. Back then it was like, no, you uploaded a whole dang album. It was like Tuesday night. And like, it was just like 40 photos. Like every right. single and photo. And you had to go through taken. and like tag everyone manually to like make sure that they didn't get mad at you. I remember. Girl, I remember. Dude, dude. <laughs> Yeah, I forgot how much the internet, just like Facebook and MySpace and everything, like really, in like YouTube and stuff, like really influenced trends and like how we acted in middle school. I didn't they think about that definitely stuff. influenced me, and if nothing else influenced me, it was Charlie the Unicorn. <gasps> Beth, oh my goodness, that was a deep memory that you just unleashed. On me. I'm sorry to all our listeners, dude unreal like the the youtube videos of our days were frightening terrifying for children should not have been allowed creepy potter puppet palace was my like (laughs) most hilarious i used to watch those things religiously they they were were so so funny funny when you're in middle school (laughs) true true i thought it was the pinnacle of comedy i was like this should be (laughs) snl what a good time oh we it. were so dumb <laughs> you were probably really cute though i'm sure you were really cute when you were a little a little baby honestly i don't regret it honestly no no shade to the tiktok dances they are hard <laughs> i did try to learn one and i failed it was not pretty but but um i'm really glad that i spent my youth writing fan fiction and producing home Same. youtube videos with my friends like you know, I wouldn't trade. Where it. would I have been without my emo Tumblr years? Not here. That's the answer. It's it's the it's the um what the deep moments, <laughs> the sad low moments that you know make it's you who true. you are today. 
our sad little emo times that bring us to yeah, our, our I home mean, base, our current state. It probably also destroyed the vision in my right eye due to the fact that I always wore my hair in my face, but I'm, I wouldn't give it up for anything. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, uh, yeah. So... The I will end our flashback here. It's a little too much. Um, as I said yeah. previously, I was scared of this episode. It was sort of frightening, um, but I hope it was enjoyable to our listeners um, and for you as well, Katie. I had a great time reflecting on my honestly my peak years. Yeah, peak years definitely. <laughs> That's what I'll say now as a twenty-five-year-old. Yeah, so. <laughs> On a completely different note, uh, the next episode that is coming out for the IDK, the podcast series, I am speaking with my friend Nicolina, who lives in Australia. She's a very cute Australian lady. And we talk Mm. about the media in her episode as well, because she runs a semi-successful vegan influencer Instagram account. And we talk about what it means to... Yeah, it's sort of cool. Uh, We talk about what it means to be an influencer, how she's not really a standard influencer, but also a little bit about our lives and being vegan or not being vegan. And it's a good time. I hope you listen. So I know I'm going to listen. Yeah, I'm trying it. to learn more about being vegan. And yeah. I've been like half vegan this year. I made vegan um, burritos last night. They were good. Amazing. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not, we don't... Mm, we talk a little bit about the vegan like media out there because she and I are both not 100% vegan anymore Mm -hmm. so it's an interesting episode to hear about especially if you're interested in veganism so woohoo I'm pumped thanks babe (laughs) again thanks for listening and we hope that you have a good week yay thanks bye guys bye